Well, I don't know about you guys, but uh, Ed Milet just brought the heat of all heat. Uh, this might be one of my top three talks that he's done, even interviews. Uh, that was that was incredible. So uh, I'm going to throw it down to Chad and uh, Chad. Keys to creating wealth in this year. What notes did you take? I mean, we're already three quarters of the way through the year, and I feel like this last quarter is just going to skyrocket because that was just fire. I'll stop. I'll stop talking. And let you talk now. <laughs> love that. Love Ed Milet. I mean, he's he's just you can just tell he's a genuine, authentic, transparent, uh, incredible person, and and the world needs more people like him. And so it's great that we get to see him and follow him because we can become more like him. You know, we, we'd say sometimes it's okay to be a copycat if you copy the right cat. And here he is opening his heart and soul and sharing with all of us how we can be a little bit better and how we can have a better experience in life. So um, he starts off with just saying, I like how he started and ended with that we're born and he fully believes it. And I fully believe it, that we're all born to do something great with our lives. And I had the, um, I was blessed growing up because I had parents that, that told me that I could be and do anything as I was growing up. And so that was just my life experience. But getting involved in this industry of network marketing, I've learned very quickly that, that my experience isn't everyone's experience. And a lot of times people come into this business and they've never heard the words, I'm proud of you or that you're great. And they've heard horrible things like, you know, uh, you're never going to amount to anything or why did I, sh you know, my, my wife has even uh, heard, you know, net really negative things from her parents and it took her decades to work through. And so I understand now that everyone's experience is, is a little bit different. And so what's great though, is as this, we bring ourselves together here, we have this family where we can believe in each other and we can lift each other up and we can encourage each other. So we're all born though with a specific calling and destiny. Um, I love how he said, talk to each other more than at each other. Man, I think we live in such a culture, especially in these times where we just want to be heard so much more than we want to listen. And the challenge is that God didn't give us one ear and two mouths. He gave us one mouth and two ears. <laughs> so we, to me, that means we should uh, listen twice as much as we talk. And I think that's why we have the two ears in, in the one mouth instead of the opposite way around. So, and that's, that's hard. That takes some discipline. It takes some intentionality and it takes really honestly valuing what others have to say and what others have to offer. So I love that he said that, um, remember who you are and, and what do you stand for? And that's something we have to figure out, right? I think a lot of people can go through life and really not ever figure that out. So I think it's important that we figure out who we are and what we stand for. And that means that we have philosophies and we have beliefs. And not only do we have them, but we know why. When we're young, our parents hand us their philosophies and their beliefs. But if we're just regurgitating what someone's handed us and really don't know why, then they're not really our beliefs and they're not really our philosophies. We have to put in the effort and the work to know why we stand for what we stand for and why we believe what we believe. Uh, the next one was when he's just talking about diversity. And I love how he says, human beings are gifts. So open them up. And when he said open them up, I thought about, you know, how it's, it's a true 
uh, if you want to separate yourself from the masses, take the time and the energy to ask people questions and just listen. Everybody, no matter who they are, what age they are, they have something to offer us, something to, to impact us and add value to our lives. We just have to ask the right questions to people. You know, John Maxwell is an expert at this. He's always asking, even now in his 70s, he's still asking questions all the time to learn for this purpose of learning from other people. So that one, uh, I love to find something new to experience. I think we have to disrupt our routine, you know, a lot of times. And, and I heard one time, if it's been a long time since you've done something for the first time, then it's about time. And I love some of his ideas like, hey, get some sleeping bags on the living room floor, camp out with your spouse. You know, I mean, that would be just something crazy, right? That, that's so easy or just go explore where you're at. There's probably a town 20 minutes from where you live and you've never even been there yet. There might be some uh, wonderful scenery, just just something to get out of our routines. It's, it's we're creatures of routine. We kind of wake up and we kind of get into that into that pattern of doing the same thing day in, day out, day in, day out. And just, so to disrupt that routine, that's the spice you know, he said the spice of life and that habits, rituals and routines are the anchor, but that we need the diversity. And um, I loved he talked about how he learned from the eight and nine year old boys at the orphanage. Wasn't it so cool to get their perspective when the kids saying, I love you. Thank you. And Ed's like, for what? He said, for waking me up every day for school. Like the kid was so thankful for that. I was able to when my son, he's 16 now, but when he was 12, I was able to take him with me to to Mexico with Children's Cup and, you know, just just show him like how kids that have one twentieth of what he has are just as happy with so little that live in houses with dirt floors and things. And he was just like, mind blowing to, to get that diverse experience. So I think that's important. Ed off his first year in college, I loved some of the lessons that were learned there, you know, and he wanted to quit. And what I love about this. And I think as a parent, this was a huge tip is that we need to call our children up. You know, I think I think we need to call our children up more than we call them out. Right. And, and calling them up is just it, it's it's expectation is invitation. So if we just expect that our children are going to do great and amazing things, then they're probably going to do great and amazing things. Um, the dopamine piece, the diversity being good for your brain. I was just like, whoa. And, and it's so true that the process like being in the process, you know, I say enjoy the journey all the time because the journey is so much more enjoyable and important than the actual destination. And that's why I love when, when Joel says, you know, and, and Joel, when you teach about um, having a goal and accomplishing it and then having another goal and another goal and having a goal forever, because it's actually the process of accomplishing something. That's the best part. It's, it's not the, you know, when you look back, when you, when you make black diamond, you're like, you look back and you go, man, that process of getting there was so awesome. And it's like, okay, and here's the next thing. Then, then the process of double ambassador and getting there was so awesome. And then this next thing and this next thing, it's next thing. And it's so, so important. Being bored can be dangerous to your health. Wow. I'd never heard that before. Boredom slows your brain down. And then I thought, if you don't use it, you lose it. You know, when you don't, when you stop using your brain, it starts to go, you actually get dementia, right? It's just, and, and then and then I, I wrote this down and there's some statistic and I, I don't want to give the numbers because I can't remember exactly. But a lot of people said once people typically once someone retires from their job, just within a short time, they're gone. They're dead. And I think it's, it's like you shut down, you quit your job, you're done, your, your retirement. And you're just like, OK, 
and everything just starts to shut down. So to, to me, retirement's a bad word. I, when I think of being retired, I think someone putting a bullet in my head, like, hey, let's retire him. <laughs> so I think it's important that we continue to produce, right? That's what gives us life. And, and, and he just talking about this, I never heard it put this way, but the, the dopamine and, you know, all the things that, that happens in the process of achieving. And I think that's so important to live a long and healthy life. And the last one I'll say is how you summed it up is just believe in yourself. You know, you do deserve to win. You are good enough. You're born to do something, something great. So you got to believe it. I know on the, on the feed here, I saw Blair, Blair Williams, and she just said she never had that. And think about that. She represents one of millions that never had someone, anyone believe in them and just say, you can do this. You can be greater. Your best days are ahead of you and anything is possible. So let's be those beacons of light. Let's, let's be those lighthouses in people's worlds. And, you know, it's just a, a crazy, awesome uh, life experience that we get to do this together. We get to do this company together and we get to do life together and all this technology and learn from people like Ed Milet, who's dedicating his life to help everyone become their best self. And so I know I just went a little long, but I'm, I'm fired up this morning, Joel. This was amazing. No, you, you, can, you can keep going, Chad. I mean, this, this is one of those ones where I, I think this is going to be a transition point for everybody that watches and everybody that listens. Uh, so with that, Tay, time to change some lives. What do you have written down? Yeah, um, I was like, I don't think I have anything to share to add to that. Uh, I think Chad covered a lot of the things that I wanted to, I kind of highlighted that really stuck out to me. Uh, I think this one was great because it was real and it was like, you can just feel how genuine it was to Ed. And for me, I could, when you see him get super excited uh, and start to get emotional about things, you know, it's coming from uh, like a deep place within his heart. So I think that's probably what I love most about him is he wears his heart on his sleeve. And, you know, who, when we see him on uh, these videos, we see exactly we see his personality, we see that he's human. He's not this uh, person that's created this uh, abundant amount of success. And, you know, they're just not in touch with reality. He just kind of put himself back and just showed us he still faced some of these things. I think probably the most important thing uh, that he said that really stuck out to me, he said, remember who you are and what you stand for. Uh, because I think about myself, uh, probably six years ago, I didn't know who I was and I didn't know what I stand for. So I pretty much went with the crowd. I always did things that went against uh, my beliefs. So when start, since I started doing personal development and just really uh, start digging in more to God and just really uh, figuring out who I am as a person, I think what he uh, said next is you, you make decisions uh, that's consistent with that. And I think that has allowed me to do that. Uh, but I think the probably the most important thing that uh, that has allowed me to do is just be open-minded. Uh, to understand like not every conversation I'm going to agree with that person. Uh, not every book I read is I'm going to agree with everything that, you know, it has to say. Uh, so it, it kind of forces me to like listen with a filter. Like you don't have to believe it, but you can listen to that person. You can hear that person out. And I think that's what I love most about it because they do keep you open-minded. And like you said, like people give you experiences. If you're not willing to listen to people that you disagree with, how can you know the other side of it? So for me, it's about having that open mind and also just uh, understanding things from a different perspective where you're not just going because you uh, you are against it because you, you've heard it and you're confident enough in what you believe in that you are willing to listen to those people. So I think I love that uh, probably more than anything. Then the second thing he talked about, uh, and Chad spoke on it as well, and he said, uh, human beings are gifts. Uh, then he said, chase diversity. Uh, and, and to me, it made me think about the, the quote, uh, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. 
And I think that's me. I've become that person where if I get in the room and I just love talking about people and I think I love to hear stories because it reminds me of that point when I first got started and I came into a room, no, didn't know anybody and I was kind of shy to myself. Uh, and I, I know what that felt like. So for me, when I see people in these situations, I love to go up and talk to those people. And I love to have conversations with those people because it gives, uh, for me, it gives me a new experience to get to know their story. But at the same time, for some reason, I love to talk about people because it's things that I latch on to within that story. Uh, and many times years, if I meet somebody uh, and probably a month, a year later, if my meetup again, like I'm gonna remind them, like how's this business going for you? How's this thing that you was going through in this time? And I think it catches a lot of people off guard because it shows that I cared enough to listen to the conversation. But at the same time, they uh, something I don't think uh, we went to the, this John Maxwell thing, and they said something that really goes along with this. And he said sometimes you just have to take, uh, you have to care enough to notice people. Like, don't just like, how are you doing today? Like go up and have conversations with people. You see somebody holding the door at the store that you're going to, like thank that person. Think about the amount of people that just walk past that person, don't care enough to just see how their day is going. I think when you take time uh, to notice people, uh, you stand out and you give people an experience that they will never forget your face. They will never forget you because you did something that most people don't take time to do. So uh, that really stood out to me. And I love when he said, uh, bring more people to the table that can express who you are and what you stand for in a different way. And I think when you think about people who have really changed the world, they didn't change it with one particular people group. They changed it with a diverse people group of people that supported what they believe in and what they stood for. So I think with our business, we have to be the same way. Uh, like I think that's what I love about It Works so much because we just have people uh, from different fields of just work, college, education, whatever the case, we have such a diverse crowd and we're so open to sharing what we're doing, the tips and everything that we're doing. And we always just give people that platform that brings people up and allow them uh, to do that. So I think that's what I love most about it works because they're not just uh, saying like, you should go out and do these things. They are a, an example of actually doing these things and doing it consistently over the years. Uh, and then I, I, the, one of the things that he also shared, I, I love this because I think I fit in this group, uh, but I love the fact that he said you have to be creative with it. And he talked about having habits, uh, rituals, and routines. Like I have those, but they're pretty consistent and I don't really sway away from it. So I love, he was like, you got to get creative with it. So for me, I got to figure out ways, how can I not Continue to have those habits and routines, but get creative. Don't do, don't come in, do your devotional, sit at your desk and do it the same way every day. Go outside and just enjoy the weather. Go sit by the pool. Do something different to get creative and just kind of spark that new, uh, that new uh, experience within yourself. So uh, I love the fact that he talked about that. It's, it's good to have it, but also get creative with it. Uh, and just the last thing that I'll share, uh, he said, uh, be grateful for the simple things in life. Uh, and man, I can tell you what really. Uh, just kind of switched to my whole mindset is when I start praying with my kids every night. And that just kind of brought me back to really just like the simple thing. Because when I pray with my kids, you're not praying these crazy prayers. Like I literally, when I sit down and pray with my kids, I have them to like actually sit down and pray. And I just, I hear the things that they care about. And they don't care about the big dreams and the big goals. Like they care about like the little things. Like Riley just wants his brother to sleep in his bed all night long with him. And that's like, sounds like, it, it sounds crazy, but that's one simple thing. Like, I just want my brother to be here. I don't want him to leave the room because I don't want to be alone. So for me, just hearing these little prayers kind of remind me of the things that they're really going through and not opposed to the big things. So for me, I think that really just uh, kept me kind of grounded and understanding. Like, sometimes you have to see things from a kid's perspective. 
sometimes you have to get back to that level of understanding like, yeah, the big things do matter, but the simple things in life, that is what truly just shapes our, shapes us and give us these experiences. So I think that one stuck out to me the most because he shared his story about uh, working at that, at that kid's uh, place. Uh, I worked at one of those places, so I know that feeling and I know the feeling of having those kids who didn't have the parents to teach them the simple things in life, who didn't have the parents that were there for them in those mo that were critical moments uh, in their life. So when he was sharing these stories, man, it just took me back to uh, six years ago when I was working at this transition academy, having these kids uh, a little older in age, but they were sharing these same stories. And I think the, the reason that they loved me so much because I didn't see them as juveniles. I didn't see them with kids of the court. I saw them as human beings. I saw them as people. I saw, and I cared about them. I cared about the little things that they cared about. Uh, so for me, it just kind of took me back to uh, just remembering that and just really being grateful uh, for the things that I have and for the opportunities that I have to raise my kids in a way that, you know, I do get the ability to wake up and just be able to uh, fix breakfast for them in, tomorrow, in the morning. I do get to do these simple things in life with them. So uh, I love this and I just love it from the fact that it wasn't anything big or dramatic. It was just shared from the experience that he had from taking his son to college uh, that was going to put him in uh, for the first time a diverse uh, thing. So uh, I just love the fact that he shared something that was genuine. Uh, and it was really, for me, I think it just opened up our eyes because our business, we are in control of it. So we control who we bring into our business. So just kind of understanding, like sometimes we have to bring people in from a different perspective, not because you don't want to be seen as this particular thing, but it's going to open you up to new experience. And it's also going to allow you to go into people group and, and just reach people that you probably wouldn't be able to reach, but because you cared enough to reach this person, they're able to create a huge community that combines with your community as well. So uh, this one was super good uh, for me, man. So good. And, and, and I love both of your views because they're, they're the same, but again, they're different. Same thing. And, and I think that's why I, I love what we do with this group because of the fact that it, we're getting three different viewpoints, but we all touch on pretty much the same stuff. So although we're diverse, it's amazing how similar we all are. And I think that was kind of the, the overarching point of what Ed was trying to get across today is, you know, the first thing that he said is diversity is the pathway to richness. And he said, you need to be diverse in two areas of your life, in your circle, the people that you have in your life and in your experiences. And when he was talking about, you know, the circle, he's like, but you say to keep your inner circle tight and, you know, keep it. And he said, yes, keep your circle tight to the people who will actually encourage you and support you for who you are and what you stand for. So that, I mean, he said that about four or five times. Do you know who you are and what you stand for? Well, your circle needs to be the people that actually support that exact thing. But then he said, outside of that, you need to make sure that you have all sorts of friends and influences because of the fact that that broadens you and gives you a much richer and fuller life. And then when it comes to experiences, man, that's the absolute truth, especially during this time with everyone that had been in quarantine for so long, everyone's gotten to the boredom state of, I keep seeing the same people and I keep seeing the same stuff all over again. Uh, this last week, we went up north to some of the state parks uh, and it's kind of funny because everybody's going to the state parks. State parks are having a comeback this year. It's because you can go outside and you can go around state parks. Well, what's funny is two years ago, we were at that exact same state park 
and it's called Tequamanum Falls. And while we were there, it was Stephanie and I and maybe two other couples. While we were there this year, uh, to get into the state park, there was a line down the road just to turn into the turn-in. So everyone wants to experience something new right now. So people that have never gone out and gone places before are starting to go out. Guys, richness in life comes from new experiences. Uh, I love how you guys both chimed in on human beings are a gift. Absolutely. Uh, God created us, created us for a reason. And it was to be a gift to other people, not a gift to ourselves, a gift to other people. Uh, he also commented on, you know, how to do these things for free, because, you know, maybe people have been let go from their jobs and they don't have the finances to go out and have these experiences. Well, guess what? Going to a park is free. Going on a walk in a different area is free. Having a conversation is free. That's what's so amazing is if you want to change up your thought process, go talk to somebody who's different than you. I also love how he said uh, one of the things that we have that's going against us is our technology and our social media. It's trying to keep us within our bubble, within our comfort zone. Your phone is programmed to send you what you already want to see. So you have to make it a point to break out of that to do something different. So don't get a limited slice of life based on the things that are being presented to you. Go out and find something new to experience. Uh, I love how you guys both touched on habits, rituals, and routines. If you have habits, rituals, and routines, you have a foundation from which you can expand upon. Don't let the habits, rituals, and routines become your life because there's no spice of life. He said spice of life a couple times. And I, and I love that because it's, it's something you've probably heard from your parents, from your grandparents. Um, the thing is, is that you have to force yourself into variety. We are pre-programmed to not seek out variety, to not seek out difference, to not seek out change. The number one thing that we want in our life is security and comfort. And none of that comes from going outside of your bubble. You want to stay inside of your bubble because it's comfortable, it's good, it's what you know, and it's what you love. And so you surround yourself with the people that are most like you. Well, if you want to stay small, then you're going to have to not stay in your circle. See if I said that right. If you don't want to stay small, you have to get outside of your circle and get other thoughts because you're surrounding yourself with people just like you, you know multiple thought leaders and multiple, you know, personal development people have said, you are the average of the five people that you hang out with. So maybe take a look at the five people that you're hanging out with and see if that's exactly what you want. The five people that you're standing around, do they have the same goals and dreams as you? And do they stand for what you stand for? This one, I, I've got like big star. Are you a quitter because others are quitters? When his dad came to him when he was at his first year in college and he had a bad season for, for baseball and, you know, he didn't do what he wanted to do. The team was horrible 
And then the guy that recruited him left and the coach left. And so his dad asked him, well, are you a quitter because you have the excuse now because the guy that brought you on board quit? Is that who you want to be known as? Somebody that quits because somebody else quits? Or do you know that you can be successful and that you're better and that you don't need to follow them? That, that for me was mind blowing. So are you a quitter because others are quitters? Or do you have the fortitude to see your dreams come through even when others give up their dreams? Man, this is so good. I love that your brain is happier when you're under stress and going for what your goal is than when you hit it. Uh, I've said this a couple of times, you need to fall in love with the grind. When you fall in love with the activity, you fall in love with the action. When you fall in love with the change, that's when all of the things start to go in motion because of the fact that it's not the goal that you hit that's the, the pinnacle. Because once that pinnacle happens, they said, basically, your brain has less excitement and less enjoyment from hitting the goal than from going through and actually trying to achieve the goal. Um, diversity and variety is better for your brain because it's the only way to change your brain and allow your brain to grow. And then the final point that I've got here and I've got it highlighted, which is how he started and how I wanna end it. You were born to do something great, but if you're not doing something new, you are not growing and you're not living up to the potential God created you to live. Guys, God only made one of you at this specific time in history to accomplish a specific goal. He's waiting for you to pick that up. Just ask him for what it is. He will show you, and then you can go out and do something great. Guys, make it an awesome week. We can't wait to see you here again next time. We'll see you soon.